Welcome back to the Keegan and Company podcast. For those who are new to the show, my name is Keegan Hipgrave. And guys, if you haven't already, could I get you to jump over, like, and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. It lets us grow the production, uh, grow the audience, and have some amazing conversations with guests that you guys want to see. Now, in this conversation, I'm, I'm joined by one of the great men, uh, professional rugby league player for uh, the Melbourne Storm, Harry Grant. How are you, brother? Yeah, thanks, mate. You nailed that. Yeah. First go. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was a bit worried. I was like, I wonder how I'm going to introduce this. And brother, mate, happy birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I can't believe like we um, we surfed yesterday and then we were talking about doing the potty today. You're like, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to leave it a surprise too and just sort of like shock you. But uh, yeah, I let the, let the cat out of the bag yesterday, but. Happy birthday, Ben. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, bro. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, if you said, like, it was your birthday today and I had no idea, I was like, I would have been so rattled. Yeah, <laughs> mid-shows. Oh, thanks. How's the, how's the morning been? What did you get up to? Um, no, nah, just training, you know, just uh, at the Melbourne Storm, flogging the dead horse. Yeah. Uh, oh, Belzer loves it. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it was a pretty cruisy sesh this morning. So, yeah, just a little birthday sesh and yeah. then um, out for lunch and then come in here and then... uh yeah, see what happens see after. <laughs> see what we no do. No plans. Later. So sometimes that's the uh, that's the worst thing when you got no plans. Yeah, mate. How was um, how? Because for context, you guys are in preseason at the moment. Um, boys had a little trial on the weekend. Um, how's preseason been? How, how are the boys traveling? Yeah, good. It's it's always exciting. Like this time, like you you know, like the feeling of just sort of a fresh canvas, yeah. a blank canvas, and um, everyone's sort of feeling really good, feeling upbeat, and preparing for for the season ahead and um there's so much energy and everyone's ripping in so for the boys to to get a little hit out it, it was good and yeah. see where we're at there's there's a lot of things that we need to work on and um a lot of learnings from the game but the club do it pretty well where they give you know a lot of guys opportunities with you know whether it's Queensland Cup New South Wales Cup mm. academy boys so um yeah I think that's that's the trial period it's just giving everyone a chance and um, putting into practice what you do throughout the preseason, and you've got you'll have another trial in Fiji next yeah. week. Fuck, yeah, how, yeah. how sick's that? First, why, why, first. why do they do that just to promote the game? Um, yeah, well, obviously we've we've had a big relationship with Fiji, like Melbourne Storm and mm. Fiji, for a fair while. Just in in terms of the players, um, the players that we sort of had that have represented the Melbourne Storm have always yeah. sort of done pretty well. Yeah, um, like Marika Korobiti, Sully, um, Big Tui, but. The club signed a deal with Fiji Airways, so. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe off-season might be. We might be going to Fiji. But. Oh, yeah, good. Can I jump on the back <laughs> yeah, of that? Yeah, jump surfing in. over there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think they've done a yeah done a bit of a, a deal, promotional with Fiji Airways, and then um, we're versing the Knights over there. So, first uh, NRL-sanctioned game over there. So, um, yeah, I, I've been to Fiji before once, so I'm pretty excited to see uh, what it's like as as an NRL player and you, with the game. You've played over there? Have you surfed nah, over there at all? No, not played. No, nah, didn't. I went over um, 20, 2018, me, Cooper Johns and, and Tui. We were all living together. Oh, really? So me and Coop sort of, we, were th- we thought it was going to be like Bali. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah, boys trip. We'll go to Fiji with Tui and, um, yeah, just let her hair down at the end of the year. Like, yeah, um, yeah everything finished up. We went to Fiji and. Yeah, it's probably What'd a little bit different to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? What's the, what's the play over there? Um, well, I was mate. We just we just cruise. Like Cooper and I are probably um, very different people in terms of, um, you know, I was so keen to get out either surf or go into the villages and stuff like that. But Cooper was just he was just finding pubs and <laughs> <laughs> standard day, and then sleep until like twelve o'clock the next day, and then yeah. we'd just do it again. So um, yeah, we didn't really compromise too much. It was kind of like just. Found a few pubs and um, yeah, we we did a few few fun trips to to some of the um, like sort of tour, tourist spots, but mm. also had a had a night with Tui and um, his family at his at his house that he grew up in, or Sick. not that he grew up in, but where his family lives now. So yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. What is a few that? Bowls what, of cava. Well, yeah, what I was going to say, what does it look like? <laughs> Do you all gather around and have the cava, mate? Like, one of the best feeds I've ever had. Really? What yeah. happened? What was it like? His mom, they, they just love that. Just putting on a spread for everyone and yeah. just big curry like. Um, yeah, so much food. No wonder that they're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> so they're so big. And and they would they would have been pumped having like you and Coops there as well. Hey, yeah, no, nah, that was so nice and and so welcoming. And um, you know, I'd played one game NRL then, and um, Coops hadn't played, so it was cool because 
well, I, I'm looking forward to the to seeing the the difference and, yeah. and going back there as as an NRL player and um, yeah, seeing what the community is like and how they welcome you in as that sort of yeah. I get I get um like PNG vibes as well like yeah. because they like they froth footy yeah like they froth footy over there and so for for teams to come over like in terms of growing the game and growing like I guess the grassroots over there it'd be so sick for them yeah we might take a few recruitment officers and <laughs> see if we can't take <laughs> yeah. a few up from the uh, local ovals <laughs> mate that'd be sick mate I'd love um I'd love to talk about um yesterday Arvo. Oh, Brother, what an other. Mate, what an afternoon. We went all right. Yeah, we rolled we rolled into um we rolled into Urban Surf. Um we started on the progress progressive turns. Yeah. Um on the right. Got a little got a fresh little sled. Mate, how was yeah. the other? No, it was so good. Um yeah, we obviously just wanted to do something. We both like surfing, so um yeah, you surprised me. We'll go out and you like come out a bit early. Had a little surprise for you, and then um roll in this real flash board bag. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sammy Zuba. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my board bag. I steal everything I from going, Sammy. Geez, you, you're prepared for this uh, wave pool sesh. <laughs> Taking it way too seriously. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, open it up full of bubble wrap and, yeah, nice new sled there from uh, the JS boys. So, yeah, that was pretty pretty cool. I'm still frothing, but. It's um well obviously mate it was a it was a um congrats on on the storm captaincy like that's yeah. that's where and so you can you can thank the JS boys I had nothing to do with that mate <laughs> I just told the boys that I was coming down to surf and they thought you know what like it's such a mate well, I'm sure we'll touch on it later but like to be to be captain of Melbourne Storm is like pretty cool so I think they just wanted to surprise you and say mate congrats like and mate look yeah. But he's ripped on it as well. <laughs> we got a few. We got a few good ones. It was fun. I think you've picked up a new board there too. I think you had Jace's, um, yeah, hand me down old one. So yeah, yeah. The, I think it was Jace's um, Sub Zero. Um, it's kind of like a monster box, um, and like I f- love that stuff. Eh? Yeah. And I was, I was telling you before, I was like, you put like three shit turns together, and you feel like you're you surfing feel, yeah. mad. But and we were joking like yesterday too. Like any any surfer is going to put their hands up and come on this podcast and. They might get looked after with the JS Industries because Keegan and Company, Keegan and Co. times uh, JS Industries. Oh, mate, that'd be, <laughs> mate, that would be a dream. That'd be so cool. But no, like it was a sick, like progressive terms is sick because if you've been surfing, do you surf at Urban much or get around? Um, we, we do surf a little bit. Like it's just a, like it just fills a void when you, when you can't, you don't have time or um, things are a bit rushed to, to go down the coast or. Yeah, the conditions aren't that good. You can always just go out to the pool and yeah. get your little fix. Yeah. You know, it's all you need. Like what we had yesterday and you go with a mate or it's just, that was so fun. It like, was, mate, it was such a sick we afternoon. We were frothing. <laughs> it, was so, it was so sick. I was like sitting there. I was like, mate, this is like, this is me. It's, hey. it's surreal because you're like, you're in a pool mm. and... And then all of a sudden just waves pop up and yeah. everyone's surfing. And <laughs> uh, so have you done like any of the advanced or the like a monster or expert sessions? Um, yeah, I've done – that was my first time yesterday doing the progressive, which was fun. Like fun. It was so fun. Um, and then, yeah, I've done intermediate and advanced. And, yeah, you can always – like they will change a little bit, which mm-hmm. is good too because you don't want to just be surfing the same thing the whole 100%. time. How'd you go? You surfed the advance last night. We did, um, yeah, we did progressive turns and I suck around um, and then did the advanced turns but left and I'm like, I suck on my back hair. Like, <laughs> but it was sick. Like it's kind of, it's exactly like progressive turns but just like bigger wall. Yeah. And they turned it on expert at the end. At, like right at, at the end? At the end of the session. Was that the last of the night? Uh, no, there was, was another session oh, really, afterwards. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they turned it on to expert and then they'll keep expert from like nine till nine forty five and then they'll go beast mode for the last like ten minutes. Just just stay out there. Just <laughs> don't come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the siren going, you're just staying out there. But it's it's mate, it's it's so cool because it's like like you say, like you're in the middle of the city. Yeah. And and you've just got waves and you've got like the best waves ever. But in terms of like young crew coming through, like if you're a kid living in Melbourne, you just become yeah. a mad surfer. Yeah. You just pro like like we're saying, like you can just there's no sort of variation to the wave. Yeah. Like you're just doing the same thing. You can just get the feel, you can get it right and yeah. just yeah, progress your surfing in a way that you know what's coming at you. Yeah. But um, there's also one in Yapoon, that, that Surf Lakes one. How was that? You so if there's any that? investors out there. Yeah, uh, are they looking? I, yeah, get, get involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that good? That's, your, that's the hometown. Try that's to, the hometown. Try, try to try pump it up. Tourism Central Queensland. Because <laughs> yeah, how, how was that? You surfed that one, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I surfed that. That's pretty cool. It's the same, like, just being in in a pool, like, in the middle of, like, 
there, there is a pretty cool setup because it's just like bush around you. Yeah. Like, so it's not like buildings and that. You're just looking and it's just, yeah, scrub. So sick. So it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I think they got a few things in the works. So sick. hopefully, fingers crossed, see what happens. Mate, re- rewinding back to last night, how, how did the board go? Yeah, it was good. It was sick. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was so good. It just uh, felt, it was, it was a carbon, like one of those carbon fiber ones. Zero gravity? Zero gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah zero sure. gravity, that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, super, felt super light. And yeah. maybe I was a bit biased because I'm, frothing on it but um <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll be i'll be keen as to surf it in in yeah some some ocean waves and mm. see how it goes but it's just cool like to sort of mix with those guys and um sammy and js like how they just keep evolving like yeah. they're being at the top of their you know at the trade for, for so long but just continuing to evolve and and change things and and be open to trying new things yeah like coming out with a carbon fiber surfboard. <laughs> it's, mate, like, it's so sick. Like man. yeah, it's cool. Like it's so I don't know, that's just that's just life, isn't it? You got to just keep keep growing with things. And it's so it's light and it's like built for longevity. Like yeah. you you'll have that thing forever. <laughs> like it's it's so sick. Cuz how did you meet those boys? Like where did that where did that relationship kick off? Um so 2020, I think I was playing at the Tigers and um I was surfing a little bit. Like I've always loved my surfing and you know, it's like when you're playing, you're like shit, yeah. Like, yeah. I think I think you even you were getting like some uh, boards off off them, and uh, maybe and Dave Taylor used to get a couple JS. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the same manager as um Dave, so yeah, yeah. I was like on the buzz, and it's like, oh, I reckon I can get a few surf, try and get a few surfboards. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, manager sort of knew someone, and yeah, and then got in touch with JS, and yeah, he he ended up sending a board at the end of 2020 just before the origin mm. and then um yeah um had had a origin debut and then got an email from JS like like you beauty Queenslander that yeah. that was sick <laughs> yeah 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 cuz he only had me on email like yeah. <laughs> so he's not even sending a text nah, message a formal like, email yeah it was a formal email Glad like regards. yeah 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 <laughs> Queenslander that was sick like yeah. and I was just like I was frothing I was like yeah that's so cool like as you, when you're a kid and you growing up, you love footy and surfing and, and all that. And yeah. like JS Industries is huge. So, mate, they're one of the like, they're for those boys. And then just to sort of like, yeah, make that relationship then and, um, yeah, sort of knocked about and, mm. you know, surf with them here and there. And, um, your good mate, Sammy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a legend. So, yeah, sort of just made that relationship. And, yeah. like, so they're, they're good people. So, you know, you want to hang out with good people and, get around them so Mate, they, it's been pretty easy they're some of the they're, they're best crew like that that whole like that whole bunch and we were, we were talking about it yesterday and I don't know what it is about like because even the crew that we knock around with um in footy but also like on the Goldie and in Palmy it's like the surfing boys like froth footy but then the footy <laughs> boys froth, froth surfing, surfing. <laughs> and so and so it's just like this sick little dynamic <laughs> yeah, where yeah. like the you know footy boys probably don't want to talk about footy surfers don't want to talk about surfing but then when they get together it's <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's, it's like, like this like whole free thing, for all <laughs> the free for all and um but no it's cool it's good crew like even um I think you were, I think you were telling me you had this conversation um with Sammy Zuba um maybe when you went to Sunny Coast about yeah, like at uh Stratty at Stratty yeah I with, think. Or down here even. But, yeah. And he was just saying, like, how, like, the crew, like, he's, Sammy's, what, like, would you say, head of marketing or yeah, whatever, brand pretty well. Ma- brand manager. Brand yeah, manager yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for JS. And then, like, that whole crew that they knock around with um, is just so, you know, committed to to being good people, good at what they do. And, like, mm-hmm. and that's business. But it's also, like, yeah, like you said, they, they're training all the time. Like, they're ripping in and then go and get work done, like continually evolving and then just good role models. So, yeah, um, yeah like I said, you, you want to be around good people and they're pretty good people. Mate, that's, that's the whole thing. Like exactly what you just said. Like they're not only like going after it in surfing, but like, but business, yeah. like even family, they're all like, a lot of them, they range between like us guys that are like mid twenties, but some of them are like forties, fifties, sixties, and they're still training. Like yep. they're still like taking their little kids out surfing. I was like, oh, in terms of like wanting to grow up and like the type of people you want to be, I was like, that's, that's the kind of crew that I want to yeah, hang yeah. out with a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, for sure. And they just, yeah, like they're setting good, good examples and um, just showing you can, you can be good at more than just one thing and like yeah. you can sort of, yeah, spread your wings a little bit and yeah. 
um, yeah, it's it's sort of good to see and hopefully learn a few things, yeah? <laughs> yeah, can you teach us how to I'm not going to be a dad anytime soon, but... <laughs> oh, no, you're not far off. <laughs> no, what about you, mate? <laughs> no, not me, mate. Not me. I've got plenty. I don't know. I've got, I've got plenty of time, mate. Um, but I'd like to... Um, I think I'd probably like to kick off um, officially, like, growing up. Like, growing up in your parent, like, it was your parent, yeah? Like, yeah. What, what did that look like? Were you... Was it always footy? Like, did you try different sports? Were you an outdoorsy family? Like, what did it look like in the um, in the grand household growing up? Yeah, the grand household was pretty wild at times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, one of four, so I got three three older brothers and then mum and dad. And um, yeah, I was always footy mad. I think it was just in the family, both mum's side and dad's side. Love love footy, and um, yeah, my older brothers were playing so. I got into it pretty early. I was probably four when I started playing. Well, so. Did you guys have like backyard like footy games? Oh, or was it? Oh, the best. Like, <laughs> really? We had the yeah. best backyard really? games. Eh? Yeah. And then you get with your mates and we, when it was raining, we used to put the stinger suits on, like the, you know, the nippers yeah. stinger suits. Yeah. We'd ch- chuck them on and um, go and play in the rain. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding around everywhere. Like. Would, they, would your brothers like put it on you or like try and like beat the, beat the shit out of you because you're the young yeah, one? Always. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a rule of thumb, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that that's what, yeah, I guess that's what find, you find your competitive edge and um, challenges you too. Like they're always just beating you and you're like, sore loser and you're just trying to find a way to win, do anything yeah. to win. But um, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty fortunate like with the way sort of dynamic we grew up, uh, mum and dad bought a house and it was like 40 acres, but it was like an acre block. So it was going into... Um, subdivision mm. so like they were subdividing around the, the house mum and dad bought so for probably like five six years we had the use of the whole 40 acres so, so sick so fun like yeah. so good like had had everything like just as a kid to mum and dad just let you out, let outside just go and do go it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we never allowed playstations or sick. any of that so um if you wanted me to play playstation now i'd be no good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so i had that and then yeah mum's mum's side was yeah like i said footy like some of her brothers but also they were probably from from the country like they're from rocky and and her brothers and and stuff all worked out west and in stations and stuff so i had exposure to that kind of um yeah that country lifestyle and grew up riding horses and motorbikes and stuff like that and then dad's dad's side was um port macquarie so by the coast so Mm. yeah they love their surfing fishing and diving and um so had the best of both worlds yeah. in, in a way, looking back on, on my childhood, very lucky. And yeah, any sport I could play, I was I was doing it. Anything to get days off school. Really? What anything were you, to what, make a what were, you, what were you doing? Because you did clubbies, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did nippers. Um, but yeah, footy, touch, AFL, um, yeah, cross country, athletics, mm. whatever. Yeah. Never really tried my hand at rugby union, but. My first ever Queensland team was actually AFL. <laughs> really? Bro, I, made, I, didn't know, I didn't know that. Yeah, I made Queensland country <laughs> AFL when I was um, 12. And, and yeah, I was just like always, you know, like you always want to play, especially when you're a kid, you're yeah. like, you want to be like Queensland. You yeah. want to play for Queensland. <laughs> 100%. And, um, yeah, that was my first team and then didn't make anything until, yeah, schoolboys under 18s or I was 17, but um, – we yeah. we were in that side together. I'm pretty sure. Was that was that when we played at MCG under 18s, or was that maybe that was under 20s? No, we played under 20s. Under 20s. Gotcha. We played under 20s together. That was at Suncorp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Queensland Origin. I look I look back at um at those teams of like the boys that played and now have like gone on to oh, play yeah. Origin. Like it's pretty cool. It's so sick to see. It's pretty cool to to see those sort of teams and um. Yeah, like even now, like you look at the team and yeah. a lot of the, the crew sort of come together mm. or come through together. But um, yeah, that's where that's where we kind of like you, were, mate. I tell you, like it, you probably don't tell it too much about yourself, but <laughs> mate. Growing up, like you were like I remember when you came to. Um, remember PBC played Brennan's yeah at um Brown Park yeah hundred <laughs> percent. You were the madman. Yeah, <laughs> it was like everybody knew Kegs. Everyone knew like Kegs is just a wrecking ball and. Um, and then, yeah, so like I always knew as a kid, like, you know, you were like, yeah, you were, you were top dog. I'm paying you to say this uh, no, 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 this is just me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then we got the opportunity to play together in, um, yeah, Queensland 20s. Mm. That was, 
2018. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you're, you know, you're the one, one of the guys that you just go, yeah, you, you want to play with. Well, I appreciate that. It's very kind. That's, yeah, that's that's a little compliment there for you. But um, it's funny. You but, probably wouldn't talk about yourself. So <laughs> mate, I, I appreciate uh, for I've, all the listeners. Well, mate, I was a, to, just for content. I was a fucking idiot when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, mate, hindsight. If I could go back and change like the way I played, I probably would have a couple more years. Left, <laughs> few more years. Few in, more but. years left on the clock. Um, but but it was funny. Like it's so funny that you said that because in the in um a couple of days like leading into, it, I was just looking to see like just past photos and you're on like um, your iPhone, you can like click on your face yep. and, like, and I clicked on your face and there was like, there's a video of like you like getting a massage and you just like, just zoned, zoned out. out. <laughs> <laughs> and then also there's a pig of me, you, and I think a guy called, um, is it Sam Skinner? Someone um, Skinner? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Skinner. Skinner. Sorry, Tommy Skinner because we all had the same, same manager, man- yeah, yeah. Kinchevosky. Yeah. Um, so there's a sick little photo of us like when we're 18 years old. Like yeah, 17, yeah, 18. I remember that. Yeah. 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 But that's, but those stuff's so cool. Like the piece of, playing at such a young age and then watching mates like progress like that's the coolest yeah. thing and that that's pretty special about or even like you know not talking in the future but like where we've been like the last couple of years like origin camp yeah it's like all those boys just like sort of came through together played yeah. together mm. um like knock around with each other like and in in a like a bigger sort of circle of friends like you think yeah. about like brimo patty yourself me yeah. like yeah. you know like it's yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool, man. It's good. like, and that's my favorite thing now. Like, watching guys that you play with, like, go on and play like Origin and Aussie yep. together. Like, that stuff's so cool. Yeah, no, nah, and it's and it's special. And it's like sometimes not not saying you take it for granted, but sometimes you you so not in the moment because it it's kind of feels just like so much fun. Like you're just yeah. doing it with your mates. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. like even footy, like even like now, like playing the Melbourne Storm. It's like they, like you form such a close bond mm. and you don't forget who you're doing it for or what like or, or why and um but it's like sometimes you just gotta take a step back and go yeah this is you know this as a kid this is what I wanted to do and I'm doing it like it's so cool we'll zoom in on the storm in a second but even um like playing against mates like I remember in the semi-final <laughs> last year with you and Patty <laughs> I know <laughs> right? it was so it was so funny because like you and you and Patty that, that takes me back to like playing in the backyard with my brothers yeah. and they just <laughs> oh, is that why you grabbed his hand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because bro we we uh I watched the game and I was like oh good to see the boys like going at it yeah. and then Patty came on the podcast like that next night or like the night after and he had his like he got so he had his little split oh, yeah, on his little, cheek. Yeah. And I was like, that wasn't ha-? me. <laughs> I was like, what happened with Harry? He's just like, oh, I don't know. He's just like, I think Harry was a little bit fired up. Because <laughs> what happened? Like, it was off the kickoff, yeah? Yeah, it was off the kickoff. And I think um, someone must have pushed Paddy and then he must have thought it was me and pushed me and I sort of like stopped and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, that was, I won't let him put it over me. And then yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, and then we just got resold, so yeah. I probably shouldn't have done it. <laughs> oh, nah, I mean, it, was, mate, it was a great start to the game. Yeah, it was a nah, great it's really funny, but looking back on it, it was funny. Yeah, mate, um, coming in, coming into the storm, like I, I think, you, mate, you went through, uh, I'll touch on like the injuries and stuff yeah. a, bit, a bit later on, but mate, coming into the storm, why why was storm the the club to go to? Like, where did that come from? Because like you were, you're in Bronx, like junior development yeah. for a little bit there. Yeah. Like why, why was that the direction you wanted to go in? Um, yeah, I just, I had a little bit of interest. Yeah. From the Broncos, I had a bit of interest there, but um, yeah, I, I just felt like for me, like the way, even back then, like I valued as a player, yeah. I was like, that's, you know, Melbourne storm. And it's crazy. Hey? And then they were keen out, like sort of in school and I didn't really have too much else to, to look at. Mm. So that was when I was 17, sort of going out of school, um, sort of 18s, 19s, like two years of under 20s. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, that'll do. I, I think my old man was pretty, if if I had any offers through school, he sort of just knocked them to the side because it was like, what? you know, you don't gain too much out of it. What do you, being, did he tell you? You wouldn't tell you? Nah, he wouldn't tell me. He didn't tell me much. Really? <laughs> nah, probably. He, he's <laughs> wait, probably wait, got what? a few like that. People rang him, rang him up or whatever. But what what was the reason behind that? I just think like you know you you put, you're at school like you're not really you know so so many crew get caught up in and being an NRL player at such yeah. a young age yeah. and it's so far off. Mm. So I think I was so driven, and especially the fact that I didn't 
have sort of that I wasn't penciled into anything and that like I was just driven to to trying to get better and chasing that yeah and like just I think like that got a lot out of me mm. and yeah like I I don't know you'd probably agree that there's a lot of guys that you know come onto the scene early and um either get stitched up with clubs or like contracted with clubs and yeah but then don't go on with it or you know they're the big thing in school but then sort of get a little bit fatigued happens all like, the time man. yeah it happens yeah. in every every sport like yeah. not just footy but yeah. so I think that was probably the mindset and you know I'm, I'm a big believer of it now it's like mm. yeah you're not playing NRL when you're 16 yeah so yeah just just go and be a kid enjoy your footy and 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 play for play for something yeah and then yeah I guess I took that opportunity with the storm and it's probably the best thing I did Mate, and it, like talk about having a good apprenticeship like that's yeah. that's got to be that's got to be the whole piece. So I I was kind of half reflecting on it leading into this conversation because, mate, it looked and tell me if I'm wrong, but it looked like you weren't in a rush to play great. Like you like and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you like you had a really great apprenticeship at the Storm Twenties. Like you got to captain the side, yeah. Yep. Then you played at the Sunny Coast, and you and you were just sort of buying your time, like learning from guys like Smitty yeah. and Slater. I like, and I compare it to myself, like I was in such a rush to play, like, yep. cause I did the same thing. Like did the whole like Bronx junior development thing. Yeah. And even when I was like signed first contract at 17 with Bronx for four years and I was like, well, nah, I signed it. Now, yeah, now, now I've got to play. Now I've got to play. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a NRL player. So I yep. put like a heap of pressure to try and like debut yeah. at like 18, 19. I was like, it's fucking not, it's not. And this is at Bronx, like yeah. behind like Corey Parker and Sam Thiday and Alex Glenn. I was like, it's so dumb. Like looking back on it now, it's like that's such a dumb thing think, to think like, about. Trying to push them out. Yeah, just just like but instead of instead of just like buying your time, being like, nah, you're only like 18, 19, like there's no rush to play to, in a role. Yeah. But I think it's because like you look around and you see like other mates like making their debut as well. Exactly. Did you ever have thoughts like that going through? <laughs> oh, not really. Like I was I was pretty um yeah, pretty patient in the way that I was just like have like in such a good environment where everyone was just wanting to be better and, and get better. And um, that's sort of where my mindset was. And I knew I had so much to work on in my game. Yeah. Like, for number one, like, I'm a dummy half and my passing was, like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Like, oh, like, you know what I mean? It was just pretty inconsistent. And when you're a dummy half, like, that's your number one, should be, like, pretty well your number one asset. Yeah. You're passing the ball, touching it the most out of anyone in the game. So, um, yeah, I, I was pretty self-aware that I had a lot of learning to do. And then I had two years of, like, good – well, I had a good apprenticeship under 20s and then two years, like, playing Q Cup. And, you know, I was so fortunate with where I landed, yeah. the, the coaches I had. And then, like, you know, you talk about Billy Slater and Cameron Smith and those guys that you're looking up to, yeah. Jesse Bromwich, Dale Finucane, like, Bruh. they're setting some pretty good examples yeah. and, and standards, but – um, then it got to that, yeah, that second year of Q Cup where I sort of felt really comfortable and I was like feeling really comfortable at storm training. Mm. And I was kind of like, well, if I'm comfortable at training and comfortable in this game, like maybe I should sort of try and, um, push myself for something different. And that's when my old man come up with the idea of going over to super league mm. to just try and play a game, yeah. like play a year over there, different footy, different style of footy. Yeah. Like. And, um. Yeah, like I like you said, I was I was pretty patient. I was just sitting in the wings with, like I was on contract and yeah. um, new new Smithy and you know Brandon were in front of me, so I was just like, oh, well, I just get exposure to to what I can and um, keep trying to get better. And thought that was an an avenue to pursue to to get better. And and then yeah, went to Belza with it. Um, I actually looked at dad sideways when he said it. I was like, you're fucking mad. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know, mate? Yeah, like, I'm not going over there. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, that'd actually so be pretty fun. Mate, your dad's come up with some pretty good stuff over yeah, the years. Yeah, he, was, he has some bad ones too. Though. <laughs> that we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, How did Belzer take um, take that conversation about wanting to what, what, yeah, like move so, on like, to a different place? Shocked me. Like super shocked. Like he was just like, yeah, I've sort of tossed it up at the end of year reviews off the back of the 2019 season for you to go to a different club and then come back. Yeah. And he's like, but I sort of got shut down. So I've sort of left it. He's like, so I'm glad you've come I'm to me and said it. Yeah. And so then, um, yeah, that's when the whole 
loan deal happened. Gotcha. Went to the West Tigers for a year and um yeah, it's it's like I'll just I don't know, I'll just look back on things that, that have happened and just feel so lucky to have fallen into places at the right time. It's like everything happens for a reason, yeah. Yeah. I think it's placed like um, Tigers, like killed it at Tigers yeah. and then it's come back. Like. Yeah. Even like, you know, for for that um, loan deal, like that was happening and it was a lot of back and forth. Like it was fucking months and months of like back Prepping. and forth or like, oh, yep, you're going. And then I, I swear I had like 10 going away fucking dinners. <laughs> really? <laughs> Cooper what? Johns, my roommate, was getting sick of saying, hey, boys, we're going to go for dinner tonight. <laughs> it's Harry's, it's last, Harry's night. last night. <laughs> it's the last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 piss-ups in the lead-up. Yeah, proper. <laughs> um, so the boys were just like, hurry up and leave, mate. No. <laughs> what, what, but, what was holding it up? Um, I think they were just like getting all the logistics. Like it was the first time it happened. So mm. it was kind of hard logistically to, to make it happen. And then... Then the idea came up of a swap. Mm. So like Mommers came to the Storm and I went to the Tigers. And then um, it was just a lot of back and forth for like months and months. And similar mm. like the Jazzy Olam situation gotcha. recently. Like So like I've sort of spoke to him a little bit about it. But um, I got to the Tigers and then within, yeah, we played that 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 game. The, the weekend I got to the Tigers and then COVID hit. So I ended up going home for like six weeks and I reckon that was the best thing for me because I was so like fatigued, like yeah. mentally drained yeah. from just going, where am I? Like my all preseason, my head was going, yeah, I'm going to the West Tigers. I'm going to be a Tigers player, yeah. get myself set for that. And But I was still at Melbourne. Yeah. So I was just like, it was really, it was really a weird situation. And then, and then that COVID happened and I got to go home and, mm. Had the best six weeks. Really? <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> just served all day and fished. Pretty well. Like yeah. just like, um, yeah, all my family were there and, you know, had a cousin um, up from Port Macquarie that he was planning on doing a lap of Australia in a troopie oh, and sick. got stuck at, at Yapoon for a little bit. So Really? Worst, worst places to be. Yeah. yeah. So then we just, you know, we just had fun time. Yeah. Yeah. So but there, was like, not, there wasn't much COVID getting around up there. Nah, so yeah, yeah, very shut off, mate. You're like <laughs> West Dolls up there. Yeah. But that's um, but lucky that you did go to the Tigers because that allowed you to play a whole, like well, I, I guess, a season of grade compared to if you were at Storm and you weren't in the top 17, you wouldn't have played. Yeah, I wouldn't have played much. So, um, And, yeah, all, I wouldn't have played at all because it was COVID. That's so right. I would have had a year where I just had sort of no real development. Yeah. Um, or I could have found a bench spot and won a premiership. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could have taken Nico's spot. <laughs> no, you, I wouldn't you, have been there. I've got nothing. Well, like, you know, mate, you never know. You never know. Well, how was that when when the boys won the when the GF? Is oh, it, mate, is so it, It's a bit bittersweet, hey. Like, obviously, like, you froth them. No, like, I was, like, so happy because, like, you know, I'd taken my opportunity to, to do what I did. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like, along with that, along – you know, like, yeah, took that opportunity and, and so many good things happened from that. So to see those boys, um, yeah, win that. Like, because we, we were in Origin Camp when they won. Yeah, right. So we went into um, 2020 Origin Camp and we were watching the grand final all yeah. together as a group. So I was like, if I didn't go to the Tigers, like, I wouldn't be here in Origin Camp. Gotcha. And then they won and I was just, like, so happy for those boys. And, yeah, they were, they were like, such a tight group that year. Mm. COVID, like. Yeah. They were all just together in Twin Waters and yeah. um, for the Melbourne Storm, it's for Victoria, like that's a very special premiership. Like yeah. you think of what Victoria was going through with COVID and then I think there was a lot of guys, like lo- a lot of people in Victoria that started watching NRL because of like, you know, the, the Melbourne Storm. And like, it was the first one on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then that that team and – it was it was more than just the seventeen that were on the field, but like that that whole organization at that time was very significant to I um I yeah. spoke to Nico about like that time and mate, it's so cool. And he said, like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like those boys were so connected. But yep. even like you training with those crew and you talked about like your Billy Slaters and your Cameron Smiths, like what are the biggest things that you learned from them, like during your apprenticeship? Um, yeah, so hard. Eh? I, I think number one is like good people. Really, yeah. Like you think about Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, and um, you know Dale Finuk and those guys, like just good people. Mm. Like you walk, there's not you know that someone comes in and they'll introduce themselves and say good day and shake their hand, and it's like 
when you're a kid and you, you learn those things, that, that's pretty infectious and mm. um, I guess sort of, yeah, sets the, sets the record straight that like, yeah, just that's number one. And um, number two, like, you know, Billy was probably really big at it. Smithy's probably pretty natural, but preparation. Mm. Um, but, and I think just hard work, like anything that they did, they were just putting time into it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard to just nail down like a couple things, but as you go, you just pick a thing or two from from everyone, and yeah. and that's that's so like fortunate to to be in that position where you, you can do that. And yeah. If you've got that mindset, it's pretty good. I um I love the good people aspect about that because like we had um we had that leaders and league conference um, yeah. the other week, and um same thing like a lot a lot of the leaders in every NRL team come and it's like a couple day conference where we get people come in and speak yep. and we have a dinner and a couple of drinks like later that night. A couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Not I'm, you. I'm off the piss yeah, at the moment, but, but I settled in for a good night for the night. <laughs> but it was sick as um, like doubt for Nugent. Like one of the best dudes Mate, ever, man. Proper. Like I, I haven't had a lot to do with him. I played against him. Um, which is so, like, he's so solid. Like, yeah. I mean, like him, him and Nelson, like, I remember playing against Storm one time. Like, I think Nelson came off the back fence and he had his elbow up and got me in the throat. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Through look, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit like that. But Dale, man, like, it was, like, first good time to, like, properly have, like, dinner with him, like, sat next to him on the bus. And I was like, man, this guy's, like, the most genuine, nicest dude yeah. ever, hey. And you'd probably um, resonate a lot with him. Like, the way he plays, people just think he's a madman. He's and wild. Then, you know, you get him away from footy or away from training, like even training, like to see him prepare for a game. Really? It's like so routine and like it's good to see because like everyone's different. Mm. So like if that works for you, that works for you. Like me, probably not as much routine in, in my sort of training or, or game, but to see Dale do it the way he does it, but then as soon as, tra- as, soon as training or or um the games are, are finished, yeah. it's like, it's just like this big cuddly teddy bear. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think this get his guitar out and play a little love song and or something. And a beautiful <laughs> voice as well. But, I, but I, I think there's something in that in like, uh, I guess, being a character going into a game or going into training because, yeah, it's like as soon as you cross the it's – it's a cliche, but as soon as you like cross the white line, yeah. it's like full different person. Like, <laughs> you, you see him like running out when he does his um, – <laughs> every time he does that run, he just goes <laughs> – he does that at training. Really? Like he'll do that at training. And and I think Scotty drink what it used to be like because he'd cl- clue on to like all these little like routine things and yeah. drink he would try and like mess with him. <laughs> yeah. Like try and race him to the other side of the <laughs> really? field and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Like, there's a, I'll get I'll get Braden to cliff it afterwards because yeah, there, the, there, the there's, Rambo there. <laughs> there was this video of like you could hardly see him and then he sprints out of the yeah. he sprints out of the um the, the, the sheds. tunnel, yeah. yeah. That that's him um at training. So he'll like come over and then he'll just like Sprint to the other side of the field, yeah. do his little stuff, and then yeah, gotcha. come back. But yeah, drink. You used to like race him and like just do the most random stuff to him. So sick, <laughs> um, brother, mate. This is this is obviously like a mental health and and sport podcast. And um, I guess the reason why we want to have these conversations is to encourage conversations with mates and yeah. I guess break down the barriers and and stigmas of mental health. And um, I know someone like you, like from the outside looking in, like looks like you've got it all sorted, and it's probably looks like it's been smooth sailing. Uh, for a majority of your career, but it hasn't been. And, I, and I'm pretty keen to touch on it. I guess like we've spoken a little bit uh, before this podcast and, and over the years and, um, mate, you've you've had your fair share of injuries. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'd probably like to zoom in on on the staph infection. Yeah. Probably. Like where, yeah. where how, how did how did that start for you and, and what, what was the situation? Like what did that look like? Yeah. I always probably brush over it because – you know, I'm like sometimes you, you know, it just it just happened and it was what it is. But I guess it's part of my story and journey, and um, yeah, it's part of who you are. So yeah. I might dive into it a little bit, mate, I guess. Mate, but I'm, um, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I do. Zoom. I do recall like I was actually on the phone to my mate just on the way here, and and he was the one we were surfing on a Thursday. I was twelve, so grade grade seven at school, and um, it was a Thursday, Arvo, and yeah, we're surfing and. Like your poon's pretty warm and <laughs> yeah. I was like freezing and I said to my mate Bailey, I was like, are you, are you cold? And like we're doing like beach activities, Thursday out of beach activities and he was like, nah, it's bloody hot. Like yeah. what are you on about? And yeah, so I was like sort of a bit off and bit must have been a bit crook and then um, got home, told mum and dad and then next day I was sit, like 
downhill. So I ended up having the day off, day off school, um, Friday. And then I ended up just sleeping on the, the couch most of the day. Like I was pretty, pretty knackered. And I was always a kid that had plenty of energy and yeah. was out doing stuff. So, um, yeah, mum and dad come home and yeah, I was no good. So mum took me up to the hospital or mum and dad took me up to the hospital in, in Rocky. And then I just remember went in for like a, in the waiting room for ages, yeah. fell asleep, woke me up, went in for MRI and then fell asleep. And I reckon I don't recall like, um, any of that f- for probably a few days after, like I ended up having surgery and ended up going into like an induced coma. Like they put me in a coma and then it was probably a week in ICU. So, really? so I had like surgery in my arm, like my shoulder. So they cut into the, in like just to flush it out and then stitched me up and was like, yep, sweet, should be right. So, it, sorry to zoom in. It was a, they, it was a staph infection. It yeah, was already staph, in a, so it, it's called osteomyelitis. So okay. it's like, it's like an infection of the bone. Yeah. So originally they didn't know that. So they just, I just said it was like, oh, so yeah, my, my arm was like in pain. Like my shoulder was like throbbing and had no cuts on my body or like I had a little nick on my right knee. Yeah. It wasn't infected or anything. Yeah. So it was like kind of random, kind of weird. But um, so they cut me open and yeah, like nothing there. They just kept going downhill. Then they cut me open again and um, cut out like two sort of windows of bone in my shoulder and then and then that sort of they stitched me up and still um then they rescanned it and realized they left like bone floating around in there so they had to cut me open again like this would have been I wouldn't know the days but it, within like a couple of days yeah so and yeah so I ended up really really crook there and like doctors kind of said if I wasn't so fit as a kid like I would have been brown bread so yeah. Yeah. You would have died. Would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was kind of, for me, I, like I said, I was oblivious. Like I was, <laughs> I was passed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping. But um, for mum and dad, it was pretty hard, like my brothers. And it was towards the end of the year, towards Chrissy time. So that was pretty, probably pretty hard on them. And then had another week in hospital where I was just, yeah, bedridden, just like getting over it. And mm. um, as you know, like, well, actually, the Broncos went to Rocky, and um, we were family friends with Paul Bunn, who's like he was a recruitment officer True. at yeah, Bunny. Um, yeah, yeah. And he he organised a couple of them to to come in. I was a massive Bronx fan, so no way. Um, that boosted my spirits a whole heap. I think Andrew McCulloch, one of the great, came men. in. Yeah, one of the um, greats. And then one of the other boys, I think it might have been Jack Reed, or I'm trying to get the photo. I don't I don't have it, but someone will have a photo, but. Of you, yeah, with with those, Reedy with and Macko, and yeah. like, that's a great crew. Yeah, yeah. so um, shout out to those boys because that was like they probably didn't realize what they were doing, but that was yeah. pretty special for me. Mm. Um, yeah, and then as you know, like hospitals pretty bad with infections and stuff like that. So try to probably mum and dad were like, yeah, let's do our best to, to get out of here quick. Mm. So ended up having yeah probably another week in hospital after a bit of time in ICU, and then. Um, they put like a, a drip line. So it goes in like your arm here and then goes all the way up to your heart. So for like four or five weeks after leaving hospital, I had to go to the hospital in your poo in like four times a day to get like antibiotics. Four times a day? So mum and dad would like wake me up at night and I'd be like, go up to the hospital. So instead of staying in there, you'd just be, you'd wanted to get out and go home. Yeah. But you'd have to just come in and out. Yeah, just go in and out. Oh, so, right, man. It must be exhausting. Yeah. And for me, like I, like I said, it's probably oblivious and- you know, you just, yeah, it's definitely hard. And but for mum and dad, it's probably a lot harder. Have you had conversations with them since about how they were feeling through that time? Yeah, a little bit, like over the years, like here and there. Um, and they were they were just like pretty scared. And mum, like dad's pretty, like yeah, um, pretty old school and like pretty calm and like that. Yeah. But even mum was like, oh yeah, he was getting a bit. And I've had a few mates say like a few like friends are like, oh yeah, I think. Your parents were pretty pretty scared there, like yeah. Um, but that that was like at that time it was like yeah that that happened. But I think like all my thought like like similar to what we were talking earlier it was like I was thinking about playing NRL. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was like yeah. so I was thinking about playing footy and I couldn't play footy and it was just like that was probably the hardest thing. Is like I just had to like come to terms with like 
not doing something you love. Like you couldn't, I couldn't do contact sport for, for a year or um, there was a lot of things that I couldn't do. And you then 12, you had, 12, 13? Yeah, 12. So yeah. yeah, I was 12. And then that whole year of like 13, that's when I had out. Yeah. Um, but then I sort of like, I don't know, I sort of like found, yeah, like a love for surfing. Mm. That's sort of when I sort of started surfing a lot. And um, the physios and doctors were like, yeah, like, be active, like do what you can, like go surfing, nippers. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I did that, but, um, that was, that was probably like that, that time. And yeah, it was definitely hard, but, and then I came back and then I broke my leg. So I probably came back, um, start of under 14s, like, uh, yeah. So early in the early in the sort of years as a 14 year old and then we're doing like life-saving patrol and flip the buggy flip like the you, life-saving buggy you were in the buggy yeah i was in the buggy like the, the beach patrol yeah the beach drive, patrol they, they drive around in. <laughs> yeah you, you weren't driving it were you? no i was i was in the passenger seat but i wasn't wearing my seatbelt so kids always wear your seatbelt yeah, we learn yeah. yeah um and if you think about the like the buggy like it's got the roll cage gotcha so like i it i fell out and it flipped and landed on my leg, but I was so lucky. Like, if you think of the, Mate, like, imagine if it landed on my head, I would have been, yeah, bre- you gone. I would have been brown bread again. <laughs> <laughs> We'd laugh, but it's serious. Yeah, it like. is serious. But, um, so that was, yeah, that was pretty bad. Like I, um, had a compound fracture, like tib fib on the beach, just like <laughs> stranded going, oh no. Do you remember that? I remember that. Remember- I remember that clear as day. Yeah. So you, did you like look down and I looked down and like if you see my leg like there's a big scar there, like that that was all open, and then like I just remember like in the sand like I had a look and I was like all right don't look again oh, <laughs> really yeah so then there was some um, people around on the beach and they lifted the buggy off and I just crawled out and I was just drawing in the sand and all I was singing again was like footy like I remember going in the hospital and I was just like oh. So like, will I be able to play footy again? Like, what are they going to have to cut my leg off? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. And was that was that ever a thought? Whether like, look, mate, like you're probably going to lose your like footy because um, if it's if it's a compound well, fracture and you're in the, the sand, like it's probably not a bad. Yeah, that was the, that was the best thing. It was clean, like in a way. Yeah, is on the beach, like it's a pretty clean spot. Yeah. So I think that two sort of events tied into each other because I had a staph infection, so I was always very like cautious of getting infection from from that and then a year later I get like a big compound fracture and it's like all open wound and that so I was like super scared of getting another infection in it and ultimately something worse happening but um yeah like it's 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 not too much I guess compared to to some people but um yeah it's part of my story and I guess shaped me for who I am because I think I went through that as like a 13, 14, 15-year-old and mm. that's a fair bit of like um, uncertainty for a kid and I guess it, yeah, it instilled, I was already mentally tough, like I was already like my parents are pretty um, strong-minded, strong-willed mm. kind of people and was always in that environment but um, going through that, I guess I, yeah, I sort of felt like... Um, I wouldn't say learn a lot about yourself, but I just learnt to um, cope with a lot of things. Yeah. And I think that's probably my downfall too because I think going through that, like, and, you know, you with, like, what you're doing is so great, but, like, sometimes I struggle to, to, like, really open up. I'm like... Really? You know what I mean? Like, you can hold things in because I went through that and I was just like, if you're, like, sort of, all right, I can, I can, I can handle things myself, like... Um, so that's probably, I guess, you know, coming on this and then listening to your conversations and, you know, having some mates that are, that are in, you know, you, you think about Nico, like how easy he is to yeah. talk to, but like for myself, it's like, sometimes you can just hold things in and, yeah. um, I guess that's kind of something that I want to work on or growth area. So that's um, so, that's so cool that you're aware of that. Cause I remember talking to you before, 
um, Nico's potty. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking and um and I was, and when I was talking to Nico in the potty, I was like, Yeah, this is like what Harry said, and he's just like, Oh, it's it's cool because Harry doesn't usually talk about his about yeah, his shit too yeah, much. Yeah. Like he keeps just saying, Oh, it's like I'm, I think I'm a good influence on Harry. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Nah, he is, he is. And like I think for me it's like, all right, like I know if I if there is something, like I know who the people are that I can lean on. Yes. You know, like it's like there's a lot of things for me I feel like I can um, internally probably deal with and that's not the best thing. Yeah. But there's going to be people out there that are in the same boat. Yeah. They, they do the same thing. But it's like, all right, well, you might have some tips, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, who's who's someone that you know that you can lean on if yeah. if, if you do need to? Uh, and it does, but it doesn't have to be everyone. Like that's nah. something, that's something that I stress like in this podcast because like obviously like this podcast is like aimed to break down like being yeah. able to have conversations yep. with other people, yep. but it doesn't have to be to every man and his dog. Yeah. It's it's yep. your it's the crew who you knock around with. Yeah, like it's yep. the people, and it might only be a handful of, of people that mates. you feel comfortable. It might like. be your parents. It might be your grandparents. Like, yeah. And like sometimes you might not want to talk to them. So it might be a psych, it might be a coach. Yeah, like, you might go and see someone like super like left field. Yes. Or unconnected, like not connected to your Yeah. Yeah, that's so, so true. And, but Matt, it's like it's that what's that cliche um expression? It's like a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. Like yeah, that. Yeah. And that's mate, I it's a cliche, but it's so on point. Yeah. Hey? Like I find when I'm going, like when I've gone through shit, like medically retired from footy, like whether it's a breakup, whether it's whatever financial stress, like when I talk to crew who have been through similar things, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a relatability piece where you can see what they've gone through. You can sort of be like, oh, well, I'm not by myself in this. Yeah, and they've got the experiences too, I guess. So they exactly they know where you're coming from, and then yeah. like what helped them, or yeah, you know where you sort of want to get to, or, or can like kind of need to get to in a way. A hundred percent. But, and even like, that's why I think like these conversations are so cool. Yeah. Cause you got someone like yourself who's like now the captain of the Melbourne storm. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, who's so many young crew look up to like, not only like storm, like fans, but like Queenslanders, yep. like, and for you to come on and be like, actually, you know what? Like, Talking to mates actually helps me, and it's something that I want to be better. I'm not, I'm not yeah, perfect. Good at it. I'm not perfect um, but, by any means, <laughs> but it's something that I'm trying to be better, better at, at. Yeah, which is so cool. That's be such a learn, a great learning for young crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, I guess you know what you you do. Like I even your, like your podcast. I remember um, was it Matt Sharma, and he yeah. spoke so much about his um, morning routine. Yeah, and you know I took a few things from. From his like his chat, yeah, I see. and put it into my thing. It's like, you know, all you got to do is sort of reach one or two people, and it's yeah. like, um, you know, if they can sort of resonate or, yeah, you can shed light on something. Mm. It's like, or someone picks something up from from what you're saying, then you know they're going to be better for it. And it's just like might be like a little one percent better, yeah, a little one percent like every day, yeah. That's so, so cool. But yeah, that was that was cool. Like his sort of uh, morning routine stuff. What did you pick up? What are you doing um, now? Are you doing the whole co- smoothie co- routine? No, nah, no smoothie routine, but yeah. I'm big, I, I'm in brec- breakfast club now. I, don't, I never used to eat brekkie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm in brekkie and then cold shower. Really? Yeah. He had that guy that he listened to, the keynote speech. and Yeah. Um, went and listened to that and a few, few drives in the off season. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matty Schrammer is one of the, one of the great um, transition, I guess, like role models, hey? Yeah. Like he was a – he played, I think, 50 games for the Titans, um, had a bunch of knee recos, um, ended up going out of the game, like trialing a bunch of different stuff. Like yeah. was in real estate and now he has like a super successful buyer's agency on the Gold Coast, yep. like specialising in like southern Gold Coast. And he's like, he's so good because he's like so business minded now, but he's like still one of the still boys. One of the boys yeah. Still one of the boys. You're hoping he's doing a favor. And he's like, no, no, no. It's that actually, that actually the, doesn't add up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bill, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but that ties into like the um like the JS boys and yep. like um even the crew that we knock around with. So it's like, yeah, everyone's like doing their own thing. Yeah. But even like to come back and I like, fuck footy is such a, a cool thing where it's like, imagine like 10 years. 15 years from now, we're like, we're all yeah, like old and retired. <laughs> no, like you're, you're a great example because it's like, all right, one door closes and it's like, all right, what can I do next? And it's like, I think that's sort of a mindset is like, whatever you want to, you do, you want to be good at it. Yeah. So I know for now I'm like, I'm playing footy and I want to be good at that. And mm. 
leave no stone unturned. And so that door's going to close one day. It's, yeah. Haven't given it too much thought yet, but once once that's done, then I'll look for the next thing. That's so cool. Do you like? Do you think about what you want to do after footy? Not really. No. Not too much. Yeah. Just surf. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How do we how do we work that into a job? Yeah. JS, can you sign us yeah. up for yourself? Hook us up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, could, you could be the new marketing manager yeah. for JS Surfboards. See you, Sammy. See you. Um. <laughs> See you'll be knifing him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm pretty like, that's what I'm doing now. So I want to be good at it. Yeah. And then, you know, I've enjoyed little things along the way. And, you know, you pick things up from people and from conversations. And, um, but if you do it right now, it's, yeah. It'll take care of itself as you as you go, but brother, um, you're getting so wise in your old age. Eh? I know. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> but I, I think one thing, like I guess, I want to touch on with like my injuries and stuff, and like I guess my I had another injury when I was first out of school, like 18, like going into the 20s system. Mm. But it's like from all my like negative things that have happened, like so many greater positives have come from it, yeah. and that's just sort of the way I look at things like if there's something that's ne- that's bad that's happened it's like all right well that's bad that's happened but i can't change it so like what's what's next well, yeah what's next like there's going to be something more positive down the track for me and like i think about like my shoulder and then my leg like i was always a half growing up mm. and like that was a big turning point in my life like i was a half had a couple years out of the game and then come back and school team needed a dummy half and then i sort of changed into that role. And like, that's just an obvious one of like, well, if that didn't happen, like, would I have transitioned? Like, would I be sitting where I am now, like playing for the storm? Like, playing I don't know. Playing for a show. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that one little I definitely moment. wouldn't have been, I don't know, like a, a an origin 5'8". <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be knocking Cameron Munster off his perch. <laughs> so, you never know, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Like I always just have that sort of mindset to things and, it's not easy, I guess, to, to adopt, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like you, someone might be sitting there like yelling, yeah, that, that sort of resonates with me. Like you might sort of feel that, but I always know that from, yeah, something bad that's happened, like there's always something greater coming as well. I think, I reckon that's great, mate. And I think the, the mindset in that, and it yeah. it's, it's hard. Like yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong, it's fucking hard when you're going through it and you're in like, not the lowest of your low, but when you've got like a significant injury or yeah. like, like I see you like almost like fucking dying, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's, there's got to be a positive to come out of it. Yeah. And you can either, yeah, like kick stones, poor me victim. Yeah. Or yeah. you'd be like, no, nah, like there's, there's going to be an upside. Yeah. There's going to be something coming. And- like well, I make perfect example. Like I look at, like I got medically retired from, from footy, yep. you know, and and while I was sad and upset about it and how, like, mate, not, I wanted to play Origin. I wanted to play for yeah, Australia. Like, yeah. everyone does. Yeah, that's your goal. And then, but then, like, 24, the neurologist was like, nah, you're, you're done, man. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, like, I want to be good when I'm older, but what's it going to look like now? And then now I wouldn't be having these conversations yeah. now, wouldn't get to be doing this, which, to be honest, mate, I – I get so much more fulfillment out of doing this stuff than out of any like footy team that I've made. Playing and banging on a sad day. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like my body feels good. I'm not banged up every day. But no, but that's not like I. There's nothing. At the time, like, did you think that though? Like when when footy finished up, did you? You know, was that sort of a thing that you had as coming through, or when when it finished up, were you like? I didn't know what I was going to do. Were you pretty rattled? Yeah, 100%. I remember yep. I was on the phone, like, crying, like, crying over my coach, like, told my mum and dad, like, yeah. and then, like, saying it out loud is obviously tough. And, um, and like, while there, I think it's like a mourning period, like, I think there's obviously, like, I'm similar to you, like, always, like, what's next? Well, I yep. can't change, like, the last 10, 15 years. I can't change what's happened. Yeah. But what can I do going forward? Like, I remember speaking to the neurologist and I was like, I can't change the fact that I've had all these concussions throughout the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah. But what can I be doing to get my head right going forward? And he like laid out a bunch of different things, like learning new skills, like um, like staying off the piss every weekend. Probably like, gonna be great, <laughs> gonna be one. great, you know. Like, but even little things like physical activity, good diet, like good connection, like yep. that we talked about having good crew around. So there's a bunch of good things that that'll help brain health. And and mate, there's nothing more that I love more than what I'm doing now. Like studying psychology, you know, I get to work with the RLPA now for players who are transitioning out of the game. Yeah. And I was like, I 
I wouldn't change what happened at all. Yeah. If anything, it's a positive. So yeah. it's like there's always going to be something good that, that comes that out of comes, a negative. But, you know, it's up to you too as well. Like yeah. you got to have that, oh, I guess not, yeah, work ethic or, you know, put yourself mm. put yourself in that position. You can't just be sort of kicking stones. Yeah. And that's sort of when things are going to stay, stay, yeah, stay bad. But yeah. like it's it's not easy to do. You might you might need someone to pull you along for the – yeah. Or pull you out of that and go, let's go. Like, what's next? Like, it, there's something coming. It's great to have those people. Yeah. But like, and a lot of times you might not have that person. It yeah. might be listening to this. Yeah. It might be like this conversation yeah. now. Yeah. Just be like, you know what? Like, I'm not kicking. I've got an injury. Like, what can I be doing? Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? Like, how can I be proactive about this kind of stuff? Because yeah. what are you going to do? Like, kickstone. It's not going to help anyone. It's not going to help your situation. Yeah, nah. So, anyway. We dive into that. <laughs> Mate, before before we finish up, um, I do want to touch on the captaincy. Um, I think it's I think it's well deserved and I think it's pretty special. Um, mate, firstly, like how did you how did you get the news? And uh, probably a, a more a better question would be like, what like what does it mean to you? Like what, what does it look like? Well, ask me the question in um twelve months' time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I got a good answer for you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, thank you. It's yeah, it's obviously a massive honor. Um, but yeah, Belzer, Belzer sort of rang me, um, I was like 10 o'clock on a Friday night and <laughs> I was about to go to sleep. I was, should have been asleep. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he sort of, yeah, spoke about, yeah, if I, if I wanted to do it and if I felt comfortable and mm. so I went in and seen him the next day and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm keen just, um, it, mate, to be honest, it's. Yeah, it's a title. I guess someone yeah. has to have it. You probably the last couple of years, you know, four or five captains doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the referee gets sick of talking to everyone. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so it's probably easier just to have one person doing it. And, mm. um, yeah, I guess it's it's um, humbling and um, yeah, I, I guess take confidence out of yeah the boys feeling comfortable and the coaching staff feeling comfortable in in me doing that role but at the end of the day I just got to play well and yeah um yeah if I do like you know what you said with fucking Billy and yeah, Coops yeah, yeah, uh yeah, Billy yeah. and Smithy and that yeah. it's like be a good person and, and work hard and yeah. and then you yeah you set yourself up so how, how does it work did did Belza talk to you about how they came to the decision is it nah, like is I've it never really asked but we did a voting system in um Geelong we did like a little sort of players vote mm. um, on um, your leadership group and stuff like that. And then um, Belzer probably gets the final say. Yep. But so, yeah, I, I I never really asked. It's sort of just like, yeah. Thanks, mate. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Nothing changes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, like I said, like, we're so lucky to be or like in the environment we're, at, we're in, like with, with rugby league, how it's so um, – there's so much diversity and mm. – you know, multicultural and I, I always look back at my childhood, like I was saying, like I went to St. Brennan's College, which is in Yapoon, boarding school, and it's mm. got kids from Yapoon, like and then you got boarders from all sorts of the western yeah. like regions that are coming off massive properties and then you got, you know, the the indigenous boys from um from the local area and then like guys come down from Torres Strait Islands and you got everyone in you there, know, yeah. like Weeper and mm. um Cape York and stuff like that. So from a young age, like I sort of uh, mixed with a, there's a lot of diversity in in your environment, and uh, when you go into a footy team, it's that's the same, you know. You, yeah. It's so good to be able to connect with people and you know connect with with guys like Tui, like yeah. you know he's from Fiji and understanding his story, like Jazzy Olam from PNG, like you know his story is crazy. Like I, I spoke to you yesterday, I'm so keen for you get him on the I, podcast. I, I would love to, man. Because, I'd love to. Yeah. Like, his story is is nuts, and then you know you. It's yeah, you're pretty lucky to sort of have that exposure to to guys or um, you know people from from all over over the the country over the world and yeah, um, yeah I, I just love that at the storm we're very connected and mm. um, yeah I'm looking forward to the year. But you've also got like you've also got a great uh, leadership crew around you as yeah. well. Like like that man, like that that would be so huge. Like yeah. who, who's who's in that with yeah, you? Yeah, so there's Munster, Husey. Um, Kingy, Tui, and Paps, and then like Welchie's there, and, and Welchie's just like, yeah, I just want to focus a bit more on footy this gotcha. year. And, gotcha. Um, so he's sort of like, you know, he's 
he's like someone that I'm going to lean on a heap too because like he, he's been in that role for a number of years. And, yeah. um, and then you think about like, you know, Munster and Hughesy and it's like, Palm heaps of shit off to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> King yeah. and Tui, Palm heaps yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's all about it's, delegation. Yeah, yeah, proper. No, it's just such a well-balanced sort of um, crew and, you know, it's like well, ultimately everyone in that in that group just wants to work hard for each other. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. And, you know, guys like Tui and Kingy, it's their first time but in the in like a leadership group, but mm. they're, they're really good at what they do and they bring bring a different sort of element um, from where they come from. So, um, yeah, excited. Well, mate, I'm excited to see what 2024 looks like for the boys. I think it's going to be pretty exciting, mate. Um, before we wrap things up, is there anything, is there anything that you want to touch on before we finish up? Is there anything that you think we missed? Um, drink a rapper. Oh, oh, mate, you're good. <laughs> you told I, me to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a commission afterwards, mate. <laughs> well, I think it helped because our, our, mate, the conversation was on point. <laughs> Oh, no, I feel smart. No, they're, 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 I'll they're be finishing that. All natural brain um, brain health drink for a performance brain drink from um, New Zealand. So, mate, they're they're some of the best crew. Um, they're doing they're doing. They're from Fakatane. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the it's on the bottle there, bro. It's, they're in they're in New Zealand. Some all, all natural ingredients. So, mate, they are they are doing good things. But, bro, mate, thank you. Um, thanks so much for jumping on, mate. I know I can't I can't believe you jumped on on your birthday. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, happy birthday, happy, birth, happy birthday, <laughs> mate. Uh, th- mate, thanks so much for jumping on. Um, I think it's pretty impressive for you to come on and tell your story and be so open. Um, the way you did. So, mate, um, I'm frothing um to get another wave in with you. I'm pumped for it couple of dinners in the next couple of days so mate uh good luck for the season and yeah see yeah no nah, thank you and um hopefully it's a little bit of a story but hopefully uh someone someone got something out of it and um can take a little bit yeah out of our chat and put it into their day-to-day life and um be better for it so thanks for having these chats brother beautiful thank you bro